Hey everybody, it's your host Ahia Miyawu, and today's episode we're going to talk about failure. A lot of business owners talk about, of course, the positive of being a business owner and being an entrepreneur. And they talk about the freedom that comes with it and being your own boss and all that stuff. But people rarely talk about the downs. I'm going to give you all of that today. Not every single failure, but I'm going to talk about, and the reason why this came up, I had this idea a long time ago to talk about the downs of having a business and what it's been like for me for the first two years. And I was going to do it through code burnout. And um, the reason why I was going to do it through code burnout, and for those of you who don't know, code burnout is another podcast that I started a few months ago where I talk about mental health in the tech space. And, um, my idea stemmed around the stresses of going through um, working a full-time job and then quitting that job to be an entrepreneur full-time. And I wanted to talk about the fe- the the hiccups that I ran into, but then I wanted it to be more helpful for the people who would listen to it. So I ended up um, I ended up just settling with the notion of doing a mental health podcast for code burnout. So for this episode, what I'm going to do is just talk about some of the mistakes I made while running a business and uh, what other people can learn from me making my mistakes. So I face a good chunk of my hurdles throughout 2018 and I'm talking everything from not having sales not getting leads to actually getting clients and not being able to perform on projects to getting threatened to be sued to um, even having to do refunds for clients like I have pretty much went through it all this month and What keeps me going is the thought of knowing that every business goes through this. Every Walmart, Walmart every day deals with customer service and they deal with unhappy customers and they deal with people threatening to sue or somebody falls in their uh, their stores or they have employees that just hate being there. Like every large corporation goes through this, every business goes through this. And I tell myself at least that I will really know for sure if this is for me, if I'm going to put up with a bunch of mess and drama and like horrific things. And not saying that it's like I just have a whole bunch of horrible clients. Like That's not the case at all. So it's, it's a big chunk of it, if not all of it, falls on me. And I tell myself if I'm willing to put up with it, if I'm willing to deal with the downside of running a business and I wake up tomorrow and I'm still like, I'm running this thing until the wheels fall off, then I know this is for me. But if I'm like, oh, this is too much and I'm done with it, then I know it's not for me. And there was a quote that I heard a while ago that said, you can't fall in love to achieve something, to achieve this huge dream. You cannot 
fall in love with the end result. Because if you are only in love with the end result, you will never get there. You have to fall in love with the practice. You have to fall in love with the discipline. You have to fall in love with all the other aspects that it takes to get to that end goal. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable and you're going to really hate it. And like the example that they used was playing an instrument. And the person wanted to be a rock star. And he was he really wanted to just be this hero on stage with a guitar, rocking it out. And that was the idea that he fell in love with, that end result. But what he didn't think about was that he had to practice. So when he grabbed the guitar and started playing, he assumed that he was going to be great, but that he sucked. And people told him he had to practice and he kept practicing and he hated it. He hated practicing it. And he just gave up and never achieved that dream. So for me, I tell myself, I cannot fall in love. Like I can think about the end result. I can think about the goal. I can think about the exit strategy, but I need to fall in love with the process. So I've been telling myself, especially when these bumps in the roads hit, what is it about the process that I love? And I know for me, I love creating content. I love um, the photography. Like I spoke about in another episode, I love photography. I love video. I love creating content. I love doing this podcast. I love talking about my experiences. And then when it comes to working with clients and their work, I love hearing their stories. I love seeing the content that they have gathered, like their images, their backstory, their videos, all that stuff. And I love gathering everything that they have and put it in a, put it in basically a, structure that is super creative and properly tells their story like just thinking about it now thinking about somebody who has a ton of videos and they have a ton of photos and like they've been doing something for what 15 years and they just want to get their stuff out there for the world I want to properly capture that and, and display that to the world and that and that gets me excited and happy and it makes me love what I do of course there's many other things that I hate doing in the business like I hate sending out invoices like that bothers me to my core I hate sometimes I hate getting on the phone I hate talking on the phone for me that's just something that I always hated which is a part of my job like I have to do it at times I hate networking like I hate going to out to different events and like trying to have conversations like as much as as open as I am on social media and through the podcast and through everything that I do I really am not (laughs) a people person. Like I get really nervous. It makes me sweaty even thinking about it. But by the time I get past that initial nervousness, then I'm able to be happy and like let everything out. But um, thinking about the things that I enjoy in the business helps me keep going. So this year was just it was just rough and like a lot of the mistakes that I made fell upon me and like the one the first thing that I can think of is being unprepared and um, this is why for our 2019 courses I the first quarter 
of the courses that we're releasing is the foundation because this is me sharing what I learned through my own mistakes. Not having that initial documentation, not having a process for how you operate is really essential because if a client decides to drop money on you, which happened to me several times, like a few a few leads contacted me. And first they contacted me by, by phone, which I absolutely hate picking up unknown numbers. So I don't pick up the phone. But when I do pick up the phone, they're like, oh, I want a website. But then I might be in the middle of dealing with the kids. I might be on my way to pick them up. I might be dealing with Ade, who's like screaming in my ear. And I remember one time, like somebody did call while the um, while my three-year-old was screaming in my ear. And I just had to hurry up and get off the phone with it. I was just like, I can't do this right now. And I ended up losing that client. So thinking about those things, thinking back on it now, having a better onboarding process if, if, process if somebody wants to work with you. Um, one good idea for that is having a um, an assessment. That is something I wanted to execute months ago. But if you are a service-based business and you can't you can't take on a client like right at that minute, like during any time of the day, you can't take on a client. One thing that you can do is have an assessment where if you send them a link, it's basically a list of questions that you would ask anybody who wants your services. Another area where I will constantly screw up is communication with my clients. Like, I realize how much I don't like, um, what is it called? Oh my God. Conflict. I don't like conflict. I don't like um, dealing with aggression. I don't like dealing, I don't like disappointing people. And um, whenever I sense that things are getting a little bit questionable with clients, either they're feeling a certain way or they feel ignored or they just feel left out of the loop, like there's ways to handle it. And not what <laughs> it is not what I did, which was like kind of avoid it a bit, almost like procrastination. And I hate admitting this because this is like one of the biggest things that I had to work on this year. So like a situation would happen like um, like website work or um, making changes or a fix or something like that. And um, if I'm going through something like more than, more than likely the reason why work gets delayed is usually due to a life issue. Usually something happened in the family or something's happening with school or something's happening with the kids. I kind of have to put everything on hold to go handle that type of stuff. And within the last two months or the last few months, like something really big happened. And um, I had to put things on hold. And I didn't realize, sorry, Ooh, I didn't realize that, you know, there's a certain protocol that you have to take when it comes to communicating with all of your customers. And I, you know, I kind of did the opposite. I kind of thought, you know, life is life, but business is business. I have to keep doing, working on the business. I have to keep moving forward on that. 
And lesson learned, what I should have did was put the business on actual hold. If there's stuff that can sell without me being involved, like our merch, like if I could have pushed that more instead of trying to get more work coming in that would have been more beneficial but what what I was trying to do was like still take on the work until finally I had like to just stop everything and kind of do that communication with our clients and you know some of it worked out good and some of it didn't work out good so with that said learning from that lesson what I want you guys to take away from it is making sure you have that communication um, protocol for when something does go wrong. I used to have it, like funny enough, in 2017, like when something goes down, I send like a mass email pretty much saying, um, well, there was two incidents. One was like a personal thing that happened. And I sent the email saying like communication will be... um, limited for me over the next couple of days um until this matter is settled and then there was another one where like it was immediate like all my servers or all my virtual machines that had my hosting on it it all shut down at once like it all shut down because what was happening was um my google cloud account switched from a trial account to a paid account and when that happened not only did everything shut down when I got them back up and running they were all mixed up so like my client that works with animals was getting mixed up with my political website so what will happen is like you'll type in the URL in the URL not the URL you'll type in the browser the URL of the political website and you'll see a bunch of dogs on there which wasn't supposed to happen so like there was this huge ordeal that took like a good week to handle and like I had to send like immediate emails to my clients about what was happening and this this time with the most recent incident I wasn't able to do that so um it was just a very It was a very, how do I even put it, exhausting process, the aftermath, but it was worth it because I had to learn that lesson to properly run a business. So when we're dealing with all these different types of failures, like it's good, it's it's crappy to go through it. It's really crappy. Like I went through it. It was frustrating. I was in tears. Like it was just, it was really, really bad. But um, when you come out of it, it helps you reflect. It helps you look back and it helps you work on those gaps when it comes to operating a business because I saw it coming. Like there's periods throughout, I guess, my life where I could see something coming. Like I know something bad is coming. I'm not saying that right now. Like right now, I don't feel that way at all. But like with the with the way the business was operating, you kind of get this sixth sense of like the crap is going to run off the rails. <laughs> the crap is going to hit the ceiling. Like something's going to happen. And like you either have a choice. You can either kind of manage it now or you can wait for it to explode. And you don't want to wait for it to explode. And, and I had a bad habit of doing that. 
while running a business. So now we're back on track. So with it being the end of the year, and I don't want y'all to think about y'all businesses in a bad note. I want y'all to reflect on your business. Like what quote unquote failures or mistakes did you run into this year that you were like, oh my God, if I had the chance, I would have did this. I would have did that. I would have did X, Y, and Z. And then what did you, like, what did you learn from it? What are you going to take with you into 2019? And for me, the mistakes that I made throughout the business, funny enough, two things are going to produce from it. One of them is, I spoke about it before, the courses that we're launching for 2019. In the first quarter, we're going to be releasing like our foundational courses. Like, what do you need to structure out the foundation of your business? Like for me, communication emails. Like, what are those things going to look like? How are you going to go through with it? Who do you need to contact? Um, Crisis management. Business plan stuff. Um, Business operation stuff. Internal stuff that you need to do. Like if you have a team that you work with, what are the things that you need for that team? And then the second thing that's actually going to launch for this, which we're kind of like 40%, this is going to happen but and this <laughs> contributes to my addiction to podcasting but me and my friend decided to team up and do a, another podcast which will be called Struggled in the Startup and Struggle in the Startup is going to talk about it's going it's going to be us discussing all the wild stuff that we had to endure just trying to get this stuff up and running basically us complaining about our businesses but I can't wait to get started on it and it's going to be hosted by me and Sharice Brown she is starting like her researching business her um it's almost like research assistants she's still getting it in the works but um I can't wait for that to get started so I hope you guys have a good December hopefully we might push out a few more episodes of Geek Empowered on Air If not, have a happy 2019. Love you guys. Bye.